0: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back, score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. If I don't go back to what I was doing this Friday.
1: Welcome to the RotoWire DFS podcast brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Michardi as we break down the Monday NBA DFS slate. You can find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, RotoWire, and among other places, and you can check me out on Twitter at Josh FS. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you get a chance to rate or review us, please go ahead and do so. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Benicio, welcome to another fat slate here Uh for Monday, uh, March 14th action.
2: Yeah, I like it. We got uh, nine games on tap today. A couple of them with uh, spreads that reach up into the 220s. Um, The Phoenix and Minnesota game is the juicy one that I think a lot of people are going to be on. 221 spread. uh, 221 total, only a one-point spread there. Uh, Looks like a really good spot. You know, you got the Golden State game. That's almost at 230 right now, but they're favored by 15. So you got a little bit of blowout risk there. And then you got the OKC game at 221 with a seven and a half uh, spread there. So, you know, a couple places that are going to be targets that a lot of people are going to go to.
1: Yeah. Um, So let's just dive right into it um, and talk about the point guard position here, because we got some heavy hitters. Obviously, we got we got a little rage (coughs) and we got Steph Curry uh, over there as well. And a couple other good secondary options, Lowry, Wall, Holiday, Dame Lillard. Uh, Let's Mm -hmm. talk about what you want to do here at the one for today.
2: Yeah, I think if you have the money to, uh, Westbrook and Curry are both in good spots. You got Westbrook against Portland, high-paced team, doesn't play very good defense, usually gives it up to the point guard. You know, Lillard point guard defense is not something that, you know, we we are afraid of. So I think Westbrook's in a good spot. And then Curry's going up against New Orleans, who's another team that's been really bad at guarding point guards. You know, I'm a little more concerned with the Curry situation because with the 15-and-a-half point spread, you kind of feel like there's a good chance he may not play the fourth quarter. So I think that the way I'll handle that is not use Curry in cash, but I think Curry for a tournament could be a lower-owned kind of option in that situation. So if you have the money to pay up, I'm fine with either one of those guys. I do like Kyle Lowry a lot against the Chicago team. Uh, Chicago's point guard defense hasn't been good all season. There's a very good chance that they're going to be without Um, Derek Rose here. I don't know if that really helps or hurts because Rose is not that great of a defensive player. But either way, I think that with Jimmy Butler playing, it's going to be a tougher matchup for DeMar DeRozan. So I think that Lowry is going to be the guy that picks it up because they are the two high usage guys on that team that, you know, tend to take care of most of the offense. So Lowry makes some sense to me. I think you can save a little money going down to a guy like Brandon Knight, who's coming off a 50 point game. Uh, He's only 7,200, I think, on FanDuel today. I have a feeling that that game's going to be incredibly high scoring between Phoenix and um, Minnesota. Like I said, I do think it's going to be a target. I'm actually okay with both of the point guards in that game. I like Brandon Knight at 72. I also like Ricky Rubio at only 62. I think those two are are both solid options. And Then I'm going to go back to the Shelvin Mackwell if I'm looking to save some money today. He's a little bit below $5,000 playing over 30 minutes now. We know that the Utah point guard situation is a mess. So, we we knew it was just a matter of time before he take he took those minutes from guys like Raul Neto and, you know, Trey Burke, and he's actually been producing pretty well with them. So, he has Cleveland today, which normally isn't the greatest matchup. It's not a very high total in that game, but remember Cleveland point guard defense is a way you can attack them. Uh, you know, Kyrie Irving, not a very good defensive player, so that's pretty much the list of guys. If I'm looking to save, I'm going Mac in the mid-range. I think Rubio and, and Knight are, are solid options. Then if you're going to pay up, I like Lowry, I like Westbrook, I like Curry. Uh, th- that's the group of guys that I'm really looking at here.
1: All right. Um, a couple different things we can do here uh, for me. I think we need to pay attention Like on the super value town is uh, Ray McCallum, who was a recent, recent waiver claim. He's a guy who might put, put uh, Briante Weber's uh, job in, in danger out there in Memphis. Uh, Ended up playing, what, did he get 26 and a half minutes, 13 and four with two assists, two steals and a block. I mean, he's just destined for for extended usage because he has much more experience. He played... Uh, he started for at point guard for like about, I don't know, 25 games down the stretch when Darren Colson was injured last season for Sacramento. So he has experience, was on the Spurs roster all season long until they picked up, I believe, Kevin Martin. So he became a, a casualty there and, um, you know, uh, obviously has much more experience than the uh, unproven Deontay Weber, who um, are, are Briante Weber, who held him, who held his own. But um, so I think you should definitely at least keep some tabs on there, maybe limit him to GPPs, but uh, you're going to probably find him basically like, you know, slightly above min price uh, everywhere you look. Patrick Beverly is still going to be the official cash game cheat code for me. You can roll him into your lineup and just book 30 fantasy points almost every single time. Uh, you know, I, I'm willing to throw up the, the, the game against Charlotte as ju- just like a little bit of an aberration. And a dub. that game got way out of hand really quickly. Um, you know, and they ended up losing by 26. Uh, But before that, you know, he's been sort of in like the 5X range for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, at 5 straight games. And it looks like uh, 8 out of 10 in total going back to February 10th. So a little something that you can pay attention to there. Uh, Anybody else that you want to talk about at the 1 before we move to the 2?
2: No, I think we mentioned everybody who I'm looking at today.
1: All right, fair enough. Let's go ahead and flip it over to the shooting guard position for the Monday slate and talk about are we going uh, Beard? Are we going to Rosen? Uh, I believe we have uh, uh, D Wade as out or questionable for today. Do we have an update there?
2: Yeah, at last I heard, he's still listed as questionable, so I can't really tell you one way or another. Definitely don't roll him. I, I don't really think that I would be using him anyway today. There are some other guys that I'm looking at, but. I don't want to say he's out because we we really don't know at this point. It looks like he might be, but again, at this point in the season, you really never know. That's why you got to be at your computer around 630 right before lineups lock or, you know, whatever time they lock and whatever time zone you're in.
1: All right. Fair enough. Um, uh, Lance Stevenson, to me. Uh, we, we talked about him. We told we told everybody last week that you're going to see a lot of Memphis exposure and a lot of guys, you know, making some hay. Came up with a monster, 33 points and 52 fancy points, um, on Fanduel and followed that up with 35 more points, uh, there on Saturday. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Lance Stevenson at the two today?
2: Is he shooting guard or small forward?
1: He is shooting guard on Fanduel, believe it or not. So okay,
2: well then, yeah, he's definitely one of the top options. there. What, what's his price? I can't even find him on the, on the shooting guard list I'm looking at here. 5, must 600. be on
0: the. Uh, you
2: know why I'm looking at the wrong site? There you go. Okay, um, yeah, I, you know he's definitely one of my top plays today. I mean, I have him. You know, I have him in a lot of the lineups that I've already made this morning. You know, like we said, I mean, okay, you got McCollum in the mix right now, so maybe you don't get a ton of time with Lance Stevenson at the point guard spot, but they're still missing a whole bunch of guys. You know, the only three wing players that they really have right now are Tony Allen, Lance Stevenson, and um, Matt Barnes. So you're still going to get probably 28 to 32 minutes out of Lance Stevenson. And the last couple games, he's put up some really big numbers. The problem that you have is his price has come up here, but I don't think his price has come up so much that he can't return value for you. At 5,600, he needs about 28 fantasy points on FanDuel to give you 5X value. And I definitely think you can get that out of him. I mean, he had 30-something the last couple games. So, you know, I still think he's in play there. There are a couple other guys that I that I do like as well at the shooting guard spot. Um, J- James Harden is probably going to be the top scorer at the position on the day. He goes up against Memphis on the other side of that game. You know everybody's scared of Memphis, thinking they play at such a slow pace. But this is not the same Memphis team. I mean, you got no Zebo, you got no Gasol, you got no Conley. Th- this is not the Memphis team that we're used to over the last couple years. So they've been giving up a decent amount of points these last couple games when they when they've played. You know, my biggest fear is that it turns into a blowout with uh you know paying up for Harden. But I do think that it's something I'm going to be doing in at least a couple tournaments because. I do think that he's he has a chance for a big game. couple other guys I want to mention you know, who might be a little bit off the radar, but who I'm still going to be having exposure to. You know, Devin Booker's looked really, really good lately. I really like that Minnesota and Phoenix game tonight, in case anybody didn't realize. So I think you can, you know, target Booker in that game. I think you can stack it up and even take a guy like Zach Levine on the other side. And then a guy who's going a little bit under the radar today that I would hop back on board with is going to be Will Barton. Um, I was off the Will Barton train when when Gallo got hurt. We all just kind of assumed that Barton was going to go back to being that guy that he was in the beginning of the season when Gallo was out. And I think everybody like rushed to use him those first two games and he really underperformed. And it, it caused his ownership to be much lower after that. And the last two games, he's actually done what we expected him to do you know, put up 30-plus fantasy points. So I'm okay rolling rolling a little Will Barton out there at 5,900 as well. So that's the way I'm looking at it. A lot of guys in the mid-range there, if I had the money to pay up for Harden, you know, I I don't hate doing it, but I think I'd still rather use it at point guard and pay up for, like, a Westbrook if I could afford to. So I'm probably going to be going with guys like Devin Booker and Will Barton, you know, maybe maybe Zach Levine, Lance Stevenson, definitely – you know, that, that middle five, six K price range is where I'm really looking.
1: I I think that makes a ton of sense for what we uh wanna do and who we wanna uh, basically attack. So I'm going to be uh, right on board with you there overall. Um, and, you know, we, before, we need to move on to the small forward position here, Benny. But before we do, want to make sure everybody is on board with uh, rotowire.com. And we've got all the uh, information that you're looking for here on a free 10-day trial for all you pod listeners out there. So just go to rotowire.com slash pod. We've got lineup optimizers for all the major sports, eight different DFS sites, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college basketball, soccer, Um, golf, up-to-the-minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and complete draft kits for all the major sports you need to get ready for your fantasy baseball league. We have you covered here right now. Rotowire.com slash pod, free 10-day trial. Make sure you say Josh and Benny sent you. All right, let's go and talk about what we're doing at the showing position here uh, for the Monday slate.
2: Yeah, I, I think I'm taking a different tact here than a lot of other people are taking, but I'm trying to save at the small forward spot here as well today. A uh, guy like Nikola, Nikolai Miritich is somebody who I think is in a really good spot. We know that Pau Gasol is out. There's a good chance that um, Derrick Rose might be out as well. So you got to figure Miritic is going to play extra minutes at the four spot. And he's also one of the guys that they have on that team that can actually raise his scoring value up. So I think that he's going to be in a good spot here. He's only $4,700, which is pretty cheap. Now, I know I recommended him on Friday, I guess, when we did it, or Saturday, and he kind of underperformed a little bit in that last game. But, you know, the the narrative here is still the same. If you're going to have no Pal Gasol, if you're going to have no Derrick Rose, they're going to need some guys to score, and I think Miritich is one of the ones that can do that. So at 4700 I really like his price. And then another guy who I'm pretty big on today that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is going to be Al Dang. You know, I'm assuming that Dwayne Wade does miss this game. If Wade is in, then that definitely takes Dang down. But the thing that people need to realize is Wade has such a high usage rate for that Miami team that when he doesn't play, there's a lot of shots and a lot of touches that wind up getting distributed. He didn't play in the last game, and you saw big games out of Drogic, Joe Johnson, and Luau Dang. So, when Wade is out, there's a lot of production that winds up going and a lot of upticks in production that all these other guys wind up getting. So I'm definitely going to be looking at him. The price on FanDuel at 6400 is a little bit elevated as well, but I've seen him put up 30 and 40-point games without Dwayne Wade. So I think his ownership's going to be very low, and I really like that for a tournament. So I think I'm going to have a lot of uh, Luau Dang in tournaments as well. And, you know, obviously, you know, there are guys you can pay up for, like Kevin Durant. I don't hate him. He's been very consistent. He's been putting up like 45 to 60 fantasy points in, you know, each of his last couple games. Portland's a high-paced team. It's a big total in that game. You should see a lot of points out of OKC. Uh, OKC is very easy to peg because you have two guys with 30% usage rates in Westbrook and Durant. Whenever they play in a high scoring game, those guys tend to take more of the shots. They tend to get more of the usage and, you know, they tend to put up some big numbers. So if you can afford to pay up for Durant, I don't think it's a bad idea. But for me, I'm looking at guys in that, you know, lower range like a Miritich and a, and a Luau Deng, to really round out my rosters today. All
1: right. Um, For me, I, I, I'm totally fine with paying up in Kevin Durant. I actually paid up in a lamp uh, that I'm sending you right now for you to take a look at so um there's um it's just a great spot for him to take a uh, amino is a decent defender but he probably is going to get eaten live by tarantula so i think that's a a spot that we need definitely to pay attention to there as well don't forget about nicholas Batum. people sort of you know um don't lump him in in the elite category but you know take a look at what this guy's done here three of the fast five games is paid off over five and a half X last two game, last game against Houston, uh, 14, eight and eight was good for eight 38 plus fancy points and 17, five and 11 with two steals is good for 41 fancy points and six X. So, um, you know, you get a nice little discount from him off of <coughs> over 2,500 off of LeBron. And I think, uh, 3,600 off of KD. So if you're looking to get into the, into the mid range and pay a little bit more than, than dang, Nicholas Batum in a good spot against Chandler Parsons or West Matthews. However you slice it, uh, could be a very good value for you uh, at the small forward position. All right, um, that's going to move on to the three. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the four now. And um, we've got Brow against Golden State. We got the Splash Cousin Draymond Green and one of our favorites, uh, Alex Len. So how are you shaking this up?
2: Yeah, I like the fact that Alex Len is listed as a power forward over here now. So I think, yeah, yeah, with with two power forwards that are allowed to be rostered, it allows you to use him a lot more than, you know, when he was listed as a center. And if you used him, you had to, you know, basically be fading a lot of the higher price centers and and stuff like that. So with him at power forward, I think his usage is going to be high. But again, I'm still on board. I mean, this guy's been putting up some really, really good numbers. Uh, This game against Minnesota, it's going to be high paced. You got a 221 total. So the total is even creeping up right now. The spread is only one, so it should stay close. We should see full run for the starters. So completely on board with Alex Len. have no problem with him. I also have no problem paying up for Draymond Green because in this game against New Orleans, I think that Draymond Green is about the only guy that they have on that team that's going to be able to check Anthony Davis. So if Davis is going to continue to play big minutes, I think Draymond is going to be out there for every minute that Anthony Davis plays. And Draymond, I'm not really worried about Anthony Davis shutting Draymond down because it's not really, you know, how how Anthony Davis kind of plays. And it's not really what Draymond does either. It's not like he's going to take 20 shots and Anthony Davis is going to block his shot inside. You know, he's going to draw Davis away from the basket a little bit. He's going to be doing his distributing. He's still going to be getting some rebounds. You know, if he scores 12 points, that's kind of a lot for Draymond. So. You know, I still like him. I think his price at 8,300 is pretty fair. You know, he can score 40 fantasy points, and we've seen him do it before with, like, four real-life points and, you know, just a whole bunch of the other stat lines in there. So, I don't mind paying up for Draymond here. It's something I've been doing. At 6,200, I think there are two options. Uh, You got Gorgie Dang, and you got Jermichael Green. I think both of those guys are in play. They've already ruled Zebo out for today, so Green is definitely somebody that you can roll with again. Mm-hmm. Power forwards is a spot that Houston has been very, very bad at defending. And again, like we said with Green, there's just nobody else. Like they don't they literally don't have anybody that they can put in there. You know, you got Ryan Hollins and you know, I mean it's just it's it's an absolute mess in Memphis right now with the big guys. So Green's going to take as many minutes as he can handle, and at 6200, you don't need a ton of upside out of him. You know, Dang is in that Philly and New and uh, I'm sorry, that Phoenix and Minnesota game that we keep talking about. You know, huge total, low spread. Should see a lot of minutes, especially if they go with that two big man set in Phoenix. If they have Len and Tyson Chandler on the court at the same time, you got to think that Minnesota is going to counter with Dang and and Towns. So. I think he does get a lot of minutes today. Whenever he plays over 29 minutes, usually he grabs about 33 or more fantasy points for you. So I think this is going to be another one of those games. And then you could even look to save a little bit of money. Like Marvin Williams has been amazing lately. He's been putting up 30-plus fantasy points on a regular basis. Good matchup against Dallas. You know, Dirk Nowitzki not a guy who defense I'm scared of at this point in his career. You got Taj Gibson at 5,100. Again, Somebody's got to get those minutes, the big guys for uh, Chicago. You got Pal Gasol out. We know Miritich will play some of them. Taj will probably get an uptick. You know, we'll even see Bobby Portis, who is a, you know, decent pun option if you're looking for one today. I think I'd rather use, I think I'd rank the Miritich, Miritich, Taj, than Portis if I'm looking at the Chicago Bigs from that game. But I do think you got to at least consider all those guys because, again, you know, without Powell, there's just a lot of minutes and a lot of usage and a lot more shots that open up. So I think all three of those guys are going to be in play. So that's pretty much it. That's kind of how I see the uh, power forward position here.
1: Yeah, uh, I could see that. Um, most of those guys being played. I'm, I'm getting exposure to Jermichael Green for sure, and I, and I actually like the fact that he threw up a dud in the last game, so hopefully that ticks down the ownership uh, percentage just a bit. Um, not messing with Kevin Love for sure, and I don't really want to mess too much with the other side of that with Derek Favors or uh, Rudy Gobert, who has really just wet the bed, uh, as we talked about. So um, I'll be uh, interested in Jermichael Green for sure. We may be able to make a case for Darrell Arthur. Uh, also, as well, we would like them re- him to rebound a little bit more, but we're talking about just like about what, two hundred above minimum salary, and you know, getting twenty minutes yeah. in in two uh, two straight games, twenty four mm-hmm. plus in three straight. Uh, so there's another guy that we we need to keep tabs on, and but you know, um, fine with anybody who wants to roll brow uh, in this spot here. Uh, if you, want, I don't know if I necessarily want Draymond Green against uh, brow defense, but Alex Len is 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 a definite guy at seven K is probably still underpriced at this point at the way the way that he's producing so um that's gonna wrap it up for center here before we move on to this um sorry power forward before we move on to center got to talk to all the business owners out there if you need a website why not do it yourself here with wix.com no matter what business you're in wix.com is something for you used by more than 75 million people worldwide wix.com makes it easy to get your website live today you need to get the word out about your business it all starts with a stunning website with hundreds of designer made customizable templates to choose from the drag and drop editor there's no Code needed. You don't need to be a programmer or designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix.com empowers business owners to create your own professional websites every day. When you're running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy worrying about the budgets, the scheduling appointments, or too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy and free. Go to Wix.com to create your own website today. The results will be stunning. All right, let's go ahead and get to it. Center position. Up. On a Monday here, we got the big cat, we got Drummond, we got white side, strong side, and your boy D12. What do you want to do here today?
2: Yeah, I actually only have two guys who I've rolled into lineup so far. Uh, the guy that I paid up for has been Dwight Howard. Uh, again, going up against Memphis, you know, with all the big guys that they have hurt, he's probably going to draw some Ryan Hollins defense, and I don't see that working out real well. Uh, He may draw some Jermichael Green defense at one point. I don't see that working out real well. I mean, I just don't think they have anybody that can stop him. He's been playing pretty well lately, giving you a solid cash game floor. So he's definitely a guy that I like for my cash games. And I do feel like there's enough value at some of the other positions today where you have money to spend up. So if you wanted to go with a guy like him, or if you prefer a guy like Towns in that high-scoring game there, or even a guy like Whiteside um, going up against Denver, who has kind of a weak defense as well, I think all those guys are in play. The other guy that I have been using, though, I really like Jonas Valanciunas today. He's going up against the Chicago Bulls in that game. The Bulls have a bad center defense anyway, and without Pau Gasol, they really don't have any true centers left on that on that lineup. You know, he's going to be seeing some Bobby Portis defense. He's going to see some Tosh Gibson defense, maybe some Miritich defense, and he's an actual legit true center. Um, has 30-plus fantasy points in three of his last five games, so in a matchup that's that good for him and with his team as a nine-point favorite, spread a, a little bit, I mean total, a little bit below 210, I think Valanchunas is, is in a really good spot here at only 6K to give you some upside. So I have a lot of Howard on my cash game roster right now, and I do have a lot of Valanchunas on my tournament rosters to save some money.
1: All right, I think those are great calls overall. Um, you know what I'm looking uh, to do here is uh, uh, I, I'm gonna not worry too much about Nikola Jokic. He's been so solid uh, over the past. couple. I know we did, debated this on the Monday Hoops Show, but um, you, uh, you know some some people may think, okay, what happened to him? 16 minutes played. You know, uh, they they won this game by 16. What's going on with Mike Malone and his rotations? That this is my my thing here. Uh, I'm willing to go to the road back to the wall one more time because if you look at like th- some of the the games that he's played, uh, even against quality opponents, he's produced very well. Very tough matchup against Boston. He goes for 44 fantasy points, twenty thirteen, twenty three and thirteen with four assists and a tray. Mm-hmm uh you take a look at the LA Clippers and Deandre Jordan uh defense uh still held his own in 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 uh in 26 minutes uh with uh, you know just seven points but 11 rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, a three. Uh then you take a look at um a couple other uh, uh guys that would be you know are supposedly tough matchups and he has you know performed quite well. He was on a streak of, of uh, three double doubles in the past four games before he wet the bet against Washington. So, um, I like what he did to, uh, against Tyson Chandler and some of the other um, you know, uh, decent bigs in the league. he plays a nice inside-outside game. And if you want to limit him to GPPs, I'm fine with that. But I'm willing to go back to the world one more time on him because I think he's been um that good. Um, the other thing I, I will say, this is not—I don't think he's a center play on Fanduel. Um, you know, so maybe this is just more of a power forward thing, uh, here. But do we we have um? information on pal gasol here uh so he's so he's out for a while so now we have to take take a look at um who's going to be in the center do you do you project that to be taj gibson uh wh- along with Tich right now is that how you see that shaking out
2: i mean they may start Barstow, which is something they've done recently, but I think when when it all shakes out at the end, uh-huh. the way the, you know, like I was saying before with the with the way I look at the Chicago guys, uh-huh. I think Miritich and Taj end up with the most minutes followed by uh, Bobby Portis, because they, they just really don't have another true center option. I mean, the two center options they had are Noah who's been out for a while, and then Powell. So with Powell out, I think they're going to have to go with Some combination of Portis, Miritich, Taj Gibson, you know, with a little bit of, what's his name, Cameron Barstow or something mixed in there um so i don't really care who starts i think the guys who are going to wind up playing the most time though are going to be taj gibson and and miritich and i think that's why those are the two i would kind of look at
1: okay i was hoping that we would catch on taj as standard eligible but definitely not the case i think he's still just power forward almost everywhere right now so yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go so jokic is going to be my my under the my undercover play there i don't mind paying up for carl anthony towns against phoenix i think that's going to be a good spot uh there as well and um, I'm I'm okay with like I said either side of uh, white side or Djokic. I think those are two good spots overall. And Jonas is against the empty set, which is you know whoever starts for or gets the minutes in a center position, that's probably as good as, as a spot you're gonna, as he's going to get all season long uh, mm-hmm. for for six K. So I'm, I'm with you on JV um, at home against the Chicago Bulls. And that is going to wrap it up for the Rotowire DFS podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. You can check out uh, Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Check me out on Twitter at JoshHayesFS. And it's at Rotowire and Rotowire.com for all your season-long and DFS needs. We'll see you next time.